My name is Ellie and welcome to my podcast in the highs and the lows. This podcast is a really cool opportunity for me to get to go on and talk with my friends about what God is doing in our lives because I truly believe that even though we are young, we have the impact to go and help as many people as we can and that's what I'm trying to do here. Uh, I'm so glad you're listening and I'm really excited for you to tune into this new episode. So go ahead and start listening right about now. Hi everybody welcome back to in the highs and the lows i know it's been a little bit but um i'm back now today i have a guest please introduce yourself hey i'm ryan uh i'm about to go to AM. i'm gonna be a freshman just graduated being a senior in high school that's really cool ryan please tell us a fun fact <laughs> fun fact uh so i just got back from a summer camp called camp tejas and uh for elementary <laughs> schoolers just for some yes context. yes no i was a counselor yes no i was not in the camp um so me and my friend we were walking at night and we see uh, we end up seeing a snake and it was climbing up a tree and <laughs> we were super we were super scared that it might hurt a kid in the morning or something um i took a picture of it and i showed a few people but my, my other friend that's a counselor uh in the morning that that day uh he told me that it, like he didn't know about the snake but he told me that a snake fell out of a tree fell on, out of a tree fell out of a tree on Ooh. top of a kid and on top of a kid? On top of a kid. And he <laughs> and he picked it up and he and he and he told him, he was like, Look, I got a snake, I got a snake. <laughs> and, and my friend was like, put that down. And he was like, no. And so this little kid, he 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 refused to put down the snake. But then it tried biting him. And oh so uh so we ended up throwing it away. But yeah. I mean, um, <clears throat> it's a pretty crazy story. Uh wow. it's pretty fun. That's that's intense. Um yeah. That's kind of all I have to say about that. That's intense. I have <laughs> yeah. not heard that no, story no, but, 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 Yeah, no, very random. It was, it, it, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now that we've heard a fun fact and we've gotten to know very little about you, <laughs> will you tell us about your first experience with Jesus when you met Jesus? So how I met Jesus. Um, so I kind of grew up my whole life as a, as a holiday Christian, as people would say. Um, I just went to Easter. I went to Christmas. Um, but then my two good, my two good friends, I I've been friends with forever. They're practically my brothers. Um, they one day invited me to church, um, on September 16th, 2022. And, um, and I was totally open to it. I came and when I stepped foot in the church, I just felt this overwhelming, like presence of God. I just felt so welcome and loved by everybody. Um, and then once we went to the sanctuary, uh, I got a great sermon from our pastor um, and then we went into our ending prayer and I, this is going to sound a little bit sensitive, but I literally just sat there and cried my eyes out because I knew that was the day I was saved. Um, and so, yeah, I literally had a 24 hour turnaround meeting Jesus. And since then, um, I've been listening to a bunch of Christian music, going to spend all my time as much as I poss- possibly can, come to the church, serving, um, small groups, etc. And I really advise to anybody listening that you get plugged in to a church or a small group and just build a community yeah awesome and i think that's so interesting because it's like those rapid experiences with jesus it's like in my mind at least how can you ever doubt jesus when you see that type of transformation like jesus is moving in these people and changing them like that like it's the flip of a light switch and it's crazy to me and i think that's a lot about why 
this topic so important to you. So tell us a little bit about your topic, then we'll get into scripture. All right. So, so ever since I really became Christian, I've I felt this like 180 turnaround in my life, like I was explaining <coughs> explaining earlier, and um, and I just feel so much like like a weight's been lifted off of me, and um, and I'm just so much happier with Jesus, and I just want other people to to experience that, and so. So I, I go I go out and try to spread the like the gospel the good news with as many people as I can, and um, and I, I I just I just hate to see people's lives spiraling in sin, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And so I I I, have, I I feel the need to to just share just share Jesus with people and feel uh, feel the need meaning like having this fear and uncertainty um, that. The, like the close ones around me, like my loved ones that mm-hmm. aren't Christians, aren't going to be with God in heaven for eternity. And instead, they're going to be suffering in endless torment in hell. Yeah. Um, and that's just a very, very sad, <coughs> sad picture to paint, but it's the sad truth. Um, mm-hmm. And so w- just whenever I see any of my non-Christian friends or even family members, uh, family friends, like I just feel that need. Because I have that fear and uncertainty that they will, won't be in heaven forever. Yeah, I think that's so good. And I think, I know you and me have both grown up with very close friends who do not know Jesus, which is very hard. That's like, once you meet Jesus, you understand the weight of how important knowing Jesus is. Not just for that eternity in heaven, but that entire life on earth where you actually have peace of mind. You have joy from the Lord. Like those, uh, the you learn to have patience and self-control and goodness and all the fruits of the Spirit and all that stuff. And it's so important that you develop that relationship with Christ, not just for eternal life, but so that you can actually live life for a purpose here on earth. Because when you're not living life for Jesus, you're not living it for purpose. Um, I know your next verse is about our purpose. Yeah. <clears throat> so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so in Matthew 28, <clears throat> verses 16 through 20, uh, verse 16 says, <clears throat> Then the eleven disciples left for Galilee to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So that right there is, <clears throat> that, so that's the Great Commission for y'all that don't know. Um, and so that is <clears throat> Jesus basically commanding us, keyword commanding us, not an option, um, to go out in the world and <clears throat> go make disciples of all nations and, um, and just teaching them the word of God, sh- spraying the good news. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you're afraid at, to, to go share that good news and, and, you, and you just keep it to yourself, that's disobedience to, to Jesus because this is a command, which then <clears throat> disobedience to Jesus is a sin. So, um, so <clears throat> just go out, share that good news. And so what that good news looks like if I, and I'll turn to Proverbs 9 through 13, I believe. Um, Here, I'll, I'll talk for a second while you find okay. that. But um, I think that's so interesting because like, I've always heard it said that um, having like knowing Jesus is like having the cure to cancer and then not giving it to people with cancer. Like you're just keeping it to yourself. It's 
taking this thing that is quite literally saving their souls, not just in eternity, but here on earth. And I think that's very important that like Jesus is so good here on earth. And the part that's good about eternity is that Jesus is there, not that it's eternity. Um, and like Jesus is all is the savior. Jesus is one that's saving us. And we continue to keep that a secret. Why? Because that's condemning people to hell. That's quite yeah. literally what that is. Totally. Um, but yeah, my, I'll get into that scripture later, but something, um, I do want to put in is so basically my entire calling of, um, evangelism is it started like when I heard this verse from, uh, this guy named pastor cliff that I saw, um, he, it's in Ezekiel chapter thir- um, three verses, uh, verse 18. Uh, well, actually we'll do like 16 through um, 19. Um, at the end of the seven days, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the people of Israel. So hear the word I speak and give them warning from me. <clears throat> when I say to a wicked person, you will surely die, and you do not turn to them or speak out to dissuade them of their evil ways in order to save their life, that wicked person will die for their sin, and I will hold you accountable for their blood. But if you do warn the wicked person, and they do not turn from their evil ways, they will die for their sin, but you will be saved. <clears throat> so wh- whenever I heard that, I immediately just thought, like, what am I doing? Like, <clears throat> I, I, I know about God. I know about Christ, and I'm very close with him. Why am I not sharing this? <clears throat> and again, like I said earlier, I have a few friends that <clears throat> I would consider lost, and their lives are spiraling in sin. And I just want them to have that 180 turnaround that I had. Um, I want them to really see the light of Christ and see how he can change your life. And so in this, in this scripture, it says that um, it says that when I say to a wicked person, you will surely die and you do not warn them or speak out to dissuade them from their evil ways in order to, uh, you will surely die. And like that, you'll basically be accountable for their blood. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I, I, I have this mental picture in my head, <clears throat> when I, whenever I go to heaven, um, I'm going to have like blood, I'm going to see, look down on my hands and see blood on my hands because if I, if I don't share the word of Christ, um, and just the idea again of my friends going to hell is just a crazy, sad picture to me. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's so true. I mean, with that, it's like thinking of that blood on your hands, like what are you going to do then? Because it's like, it's if you are not sharing the gospel, yeah. not to be blunt, but actually no, to be blunt, um, <laughs> when you are not sharing the gospel, you are quite literally condemning people yeah. to hell. Like that's exactly what you're doing. The gospel is the only way to make it out yeah. alive. And the thing is like, like that person that might be very, very close to you that you know doesn't walk side by side with Christ, they could literally die next week and it would be too late to share the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like what, like whatever happens to you or that friend, like you, you want to use your time wisely while, while you have it because you don't know what can happen. Um. <laughs> yeah, I think that's so good. Uh, specifically, like if you have a relationship with somebody, like a friendship with somebody who doesn't know Jesus, like Paul specifically in 1 Corinthians 9 talks about, um, he talks about the whole chapter about sharing the gospel, but he specifically talks about the importance of having a relationship with that person to share the gospel, having some common ground. 
So if you have friends, the people listening, or you, Ryan, I don't know. Yeah. But um, if there's friends <clears throat> that you have that don't know Jesus and you have a relationship with them, it's important you share that good news because they know you and they know you enough to know that if something's serious to you, it should be serious to them yeah. too. So going off on that good news that Ali was just talking about, um, I'll get into that scripture that I was talking about earlier. It's Romans 10 verses nine through 13, <clears throat> starting off with verse nine. If you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses that call on to him. For everyone that calls on to the name of the Lord will be saved. So that's that good news that Ellie's talking about. So if, if, if you know a, a very close person to you, that you deeply do care about, that you know are, isn't very Christian, um, go share that good news with them. That that's what you need to go share with them. Share them. Share with them that the gospel, Jesus died for our sins on the cross, um, and had a perfect life, raised from the dead three days later, um, and share and just share that good news. Like that's what you should be sharing. On top of that, <clears throat> you should also be leading a good example for those friends behind you of that you are living this Christian life. Um, think, think, uh, I, I heard it from my pastor. Think of it like this: <clears throat> a tube ride. You're, you're the you're the person driving the boat, and your friends are all in the tube behind. You want to make it a smooth ride for them um, to try to follow the Lord. So set that good example for those people that are watching your life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like you, you have fun on that tube ride if it's going crazy for a little bit until you fling off and you break your arm. Not yeah. as fun anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's really good, and it's. Like you said, like it's important, like that gospel, I think I've said this several times now, but like that is life or death mm-hmm. and it's a life or death matter. And I think that in today's culture, we treat that as like, oh, I go to church and I go to summer camp and yeah. I know Jesus and that's awesome. But it's like, this is a life or death matter. You mm-hmm. need to choose for yourself if you're going to live or you're going to die. And then you need to tell other people so that they have the option to choose for themselves if they're yeah. going to live or they're going to die. I know you should care about those people that are close to you and what their eternal life will look like, whether it's mm-hmm. going to be with God in heaven or apart from God, where it's just where Satan, <coughs> Satan roams in the lake of fire with just endless torment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't want to see that for absolutely anybody. So I try my absolute best to go out and just spread yeah. God's word. Yeah. Do you have any more scripture for us or no? Uh, I also do have uh, following Romans in verse 14 through 17. uh, How how then can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one who, uh, sorry, believe in the one of whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? And how can can someone, how can anybody preach unless they are sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. But not all the Israelites accepted the good news. For Isaiah says, Lord has believed our message. Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word of Christ. Mm -hmm. So that right there is basically saying, like, no one is going to, no one can hear about Christ if you don't go out and Mm -hmm. pursue that person. Well, we, I think what, uh, what, anybody listening to this should get out of this is pursue that person that you know 
Um, I cannot stress that enough. Pursue that person that you know um, and just get them as best you can to try to follow the Lord. Um, <clears throat> but also it says that, um, that how can anybody preach unless they are sent? That sender to, that's sending us to preach, like I said in Matthew 28, mm. is Jesus. Jesus said, go make disciples of all nations, um, which is that, again, that's a command. That's not an option. Um, he, he, is tell, he is sending us to go and preach his word to the lost for their lives are quite literally on the line. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also it says that, um, but the Israelites accepted the good, um, it says, but not all the Israelites accepted the good news. <clears throat> so what you also have to understand is that not everyone is going to immediately accept Christ when, when you introduce them to him. Um, it's a process. What my, my, my good friend um, put in a, into a good picture for me. Think of an A to Z scale. A, a being <laughs> non-Christian at all. Z being the most Christian somebody can be. Um, someone might be a B on one day. And then once you talk to them, they, they, they may be a D the next day. Like it, it's definitely a process. And you just have to understand that only God can change hearts, not you. Um, you, can, you can only do so much. So you, so you can't put this weight on your shoulder that, that you are responsible for other salvation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's so good. And it's like a lot of the times you might get them from D to D, like you said, but you might never see them get to G. Yeah. Like, and that doesn't mean they're never going to get there. That means you might never see it. There's only so much you can do. There's only so much you can do. And that's, in my opinion, the hardest part to grapple with this mm-hmm. is the hardest part is understanding that I might never be able to see them accept Christ. But I have mm-hmm. to, like I have faith in Jesus. I have to have faith that one day they will meet Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully not right before they go to hell. Hopefully they meet Jesus before that um, yeah. because you told them about Jesus. Yeah. But um, I also think that was so good going back to your Romans verse, like talking, telling people about Jesus. The number one way, in my opinion, you can tell people about Jesus is by directly using scripture. Yeah, you have to understand the scripture. The Bible you, is true. Bible can't is true. argue with it. Nope. But <clears throat> if you are reading the Bible and you're telling somebody about Jesus through the Bible and you don't understand it, it's very important that you understand what you are talking about before you go and share that with somebody else. Because trust me when I say people who don't know Jesus love to question. <laughs> they love, love, yeah. love to question, and it takes. <clears throat> I mean. The Lord will give you the words you got to say, but also do your research. Um, but I know from my personal experience at the same camp that Ryan was talking about, I was also a counselor there. I had fifth grade girls. They were awesome. I had nine girls. And for small group one day, we went through the Romans road. You know what that is? Yes. Okay, cool. I'll explain it now anyways. Yeah. But um, it's basically just, I think I went through it in my gospel episode, but it's just certain verses in Romans that you can take and compile together to make the like Romans road to salvation. And it just helps you understand what the gospel is in an easier way. So I went through and I explained it and it's like, we're all sinners. The cost of sin is death. Jesus was perfect and erased that cost so that we could have eternal life with him. And then, um, he died for us even when we were still sinners, stuff like that. I can't remember what the last one is, but, um, all of these things, I told these to my fifth grade girls, and eight out of nine of them accepted that, Jesus. That's incredible. It was so amazing, and I'm so happy about it. But it's one of those things where it's like it wasn't me. It was a scripture yeah. that I showed them and yeah. teaching them the scripture that made them meet Jesus. Yeah, because, but that just goes to show like sh- like, for, like spreading like the gospel with other people can really change someone's life and yeah. can really save them for the better for eternity. Mm-hmm. Um, like how Ellie just described with those 
those those girls. Mm -hmm. And that's also how important it is to go out and serve. Because if she wasn't that's serving, then she wouldn't have met those those girls and that none of that would have happened. So that's a very good way to go out and also preach his good news. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really good. And also, um, I think it also shows to show. Shows to show. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> these are fifth grade girls. They haven't even gone into fifth grade. Yeah. They're technically still fourth graders. Mm -hmm. But um, there is no one too young to tell to tell yeah. these about. I got baptized at eight years old. I was five years old in my first memory of accepting Jesus. <laughs> Um, you're not, there's never too young to accept Jesus. Well, maybe an infant, but like once you get past like four, you're not too young to accept Jesus. You're not too young. They're not too young to learn about Jesus. So if you have younger siblings, tell them about Jesus. They're kids, but they're not necessarily dumb. And they understand the weight of life. And they understand that somebody taking away the badness that comes. I'm not saying that like everything's going to be perfect after accepting Jesus, but the peace that comes from Jesus, they understand taking away the anger and the badness that they constantly have. Mm -hmm. so. But <clears throat> so to end it off real quick, uh, I, if, I, if I want y'all to get anything from this, um, I want y'all to uh, really dial in and try to think of a loved one or for, like a friend, family member. Um, maybe it's your parents. Maybe it's your best friend. Um, I really want to just dial in and think about them and think about if, think of that non-Christian friend that you have um, and think about what you think or where, where you think they'd be in eternity forever. What, will they be in, in heaven with God or do you think, or is there that fear and uncertainty that they will be in hell um, where is, is there's only sin, it's just everywhere apart from God. Um, and I, and what I want you to do real quick is whether, whether you're at home, whether, listen to this, whether you're in your car, whether you're in your dorm room, um, whether you're in a coffee shop, um, find, what, find somewhere to write down that person's name. Um, it could be on your notes app. It could be on a piece of paper. It could be on a mirror. Um, could be in your car somewhere, <coughs> wherever you want. I'd, I'd like you to write that person's name down. And then I'd like you to look at that person's name. And I want you to chase and pursue that person this week. And, and more after that, if you'd like, more after that week. But really try to change somebody's life um, after hearing all this. Because their life truly does depend on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's so good. And not just like tell them about Jesus, but then that prayer that comes afterwards is so important. Because the most powerful weapon we have against anything is the fact that we have direct communication yeah. with our savior with our god the guy that created the entire universe wants to talk to us wants to mm -hmm. hear what we have to say and us praying for that person has so much power because satan can do so much but satan can't stop the power of prayer because mm -hmm. that power of prayer is our direct communication with god so i would say tell them about jesus tell them about jesus maybe several times in the next week yeah. or in the next couple weeks um but Always, always, always be praying for them. Yeah. Especially since if you don't have the confidence to go and tell people about Jesus, because I get it. It's scary. It's, I don't know why it's scary, but I understand why it's scary. And it's scary yeah. to me too. But um, if you find yourself in a place where you're too scared to go tell somebody about Jesus, pray about it. Keep praying because that prayer is going to be the yeah. number one thing that you need to set up for telling people about Jesus and then seeing the growing afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, no, don't be scared. Um <coughs> Going back to Matthew 28, he, um, verse 20, he ends it off saying, and I surely, I am with you always to the very end of age. Mm -hmm. um, so God is always with you. 
-hmm. um, he will never, like, he will equip you to do anything he feels like you need to do. And and in and in Matthew 28, he's saying, "Go make disciples of all nations." So he's not gonna not equip you for that calling that he's called us upon. So don't be scared because he is with us always to the very end of the age. Mm -hmm. And if you go tell somebody about Jesus and they reject you or get mad at you or whatever your worst case scenario is, um, that worst case scenario was actually the best case scenario because God would God wouldn't have put you in that scenario if it wasn't the best case. Yeah. Um, You're I always going to make that soil softer and softer. They may that soil may be really, really rough for them at first, um, but the more you just pursue them and be consistent, um, that the, like that soil will get softer and softer and softer. Whether it's it may it may, it may not even be you that um, leads them fully to God. It may be so, like you may just like soften them up for someone else later in life to um, show them God. So. Awesome. Give me the last things first. No, I think that's it. Okay, awesome. Alrighty. Well, thank y'all all so much for listening. If you don't already, go follow my Instagram at in the highs and the lows. I always post whenever we upload new things. Um, I'm working on uploading all the podcast episodes to YouTube right now. Ooh. Um, but then I keep forgetting, so it might take a little bit. <laughs> um, you'll also get updates whenever I have a brand new podcast episode out, which is awesome. Um, so you can look that, and then sometimes I'll do like little devos or just like funny videos about Jesus, stuff like that. So go follow. Alrighty, well thank you all, all so much for listening. Please go out of your way this week to go tell somebody about Jesus. Have a great day. Bye.